On August 15, 2021, the Taliban took over Afghanistan's capital city, Kabul, and retook control of the country after nearly 20 years. Tens of thousands of people have since fled, fearing a possible return to the harsh rule of the 1990s when women were not allowed to go to school or work. But some are determined to stay. 38-year-old Nadima's family fled Afghanistan in 1984 when she was a baby. As an adult, she returned. Now, despite fears and uncertainty, she refuses to leave again. On this special AJ Long Reads, Nadima tells her story in her own words. I just spoke to my cousins that are here and they have little girls and they're really scared and, and it made me very emotional, but I'm okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not gonna f leave under any circumstances. I was born here, I'll be buried here, and I'll tell you why. This pattern of running away has to be broken. And I can't speak for everybody. I tried to tell some of my uh, foreign Afghans that were here to stay, and they got so upset that they blocked me. Made me feel very alone, you know? My parents left when I was a year old. They ran away, desperately in pain. And my mom used to tell me story, how she went through the mountains running to Pakistan and how there were dogs running after them, how she had like blisters on her feet and how they didn't eat for days and how I was a little baby and crying and wanted to be breastfed and she didn't know what to do. And, and they were scared and they got robbed and I never, could relate, you know, I could understand and empathize and cry and get sad for my mom because she would be so emotional. Just imagine she was telling me this story like 10 years ago, you know, and she told me this story. First time she told us when we first emigrated to Canada in 99, because we were like shocked and young. I was like 16 years old. And my mom smiled and she said, you guys are lucky. You came in a plane, you're getting food. Do you guys know my story, how I immigrated? And she was sad that she had her home broke again. And she's like, I'm tired of moving over and over again. And she told my dad she'll never leave Canada again. And today I get to witness that. Friends are sending me food, sending me things for plans. They're like, yeah, please take care of my plant. Please take care of and women are giving me their products that they have bought overseas that they got as gifts. And I'm just watching and them leaving, you know? So I had to help friend pack. It was very sad. She, but so I looked at her and I said, you know, isn't it amazing you're detoxing, you're giving khair, you're helping others now. Look at it this way. And she said, it's true. I said, come on, girl, let's make it fun. You're packing, you're traveling, it's a gypsy style, and you're going to share your story. And you're not running away. You have to leave. You have a different situation. And you get to give me your food. I will have food for a week, and I'll help people that are coming to my home. I'll tell your name to them 
So this is how I'll remember in history that this girl came to me, my good friend, she was leaving. I was helping her pack. She gave me all her nice clothes and I didn't have a lot of things. And uh, you've given me all these fancy teas. I said, let's look at it as a detox, as a cleansing process. And it's just things, you know, but still I realize it's not just things. People have memories to these things. People have connection, their gift given by family and friends, you know. They mean something to someone. What doesn't mean anything to me means something to somebody else. So uh, she was happy at the end and I'm still help packing for her and I still have her stuff that has to be picked up by other relatives. And everybody that comes, they have a moment of tear. They they share a story about the friends. Oh, she was blah, blah. It's interesting the way people praise and pray have changed. It has become a religious language. Instead of saying, which is something I didn't used to hear before. So anyways, for my parents, uh, of course, they want me out of here, but I am not one year old that I cannot speak. I want to break this pattern, at least try it. And I'm going to stay here and wait for my time to speak for what needs to be done in this country. And I don't feel good leaving this country, going to Canada and speaking from there online and coming live and, and doing my work. I don't feel that I will be, my message would be as strong because I am gone. But being here, coming live, telling people to stay, I feel like there's a heaviness because I've had family, friends, I've decided to stay because I comforted them and said, listen, don't go to the airport. You guys are gonna get hurt, you have a one-year-old baby. I'm here, if it's that bad, I would have run away. I mean, if it's gonna get bad, Maybe you'll get good. I don't know, but I'm not gonna live, take action on someone's past trauma and allow this fear, this this moment, this happening. I'm not gonna act on decisions. I never jumped in and make a decision. I've always sat back, reflected, evaluated, uh, looked at the pros and the cons, really evaluated. So now, and I never went with the, with, I've never been a follower. So I'm staying 